The next lady is somebody who really introduced me to politics on radio down in South Florida and is one of the major reasons why I'm sitting next to you every day, Bernie, here in New York. She does a great show on 850 WFTL down in Fort Lauderdale. She's been on with us many, many times. Uh, Our dear friend Joyce Countman, Joyce E., Sid and Bernie up in New York. How are you? Uh, I'm great and always happy to be on the number one morning radio show in New York. But right. Bernie, don't blame me. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you yeah. for that, Joyce. Thank you very, very much. And, of course, we feel the same way about you when you're here. So uh, let's get right to it. Ron DeSantis, who we love here, has come out and said he's revoking the status that Disney World has enjoyed. Autonomous, not basically autonomous. They've been autonomous for many, many years. Uh, Bernie and I celebrate that decision. My guess is... You do, too. Oh, it's a great decision. Unfortunately, we now have to wade through all the legal work because uh, there are bonds that are outstanding and may have to be paid off in order for us to disband that Reedy Creek uh, special assessment. Uh, you know, so nothing is simple. And in Florida, things are really complicated all the time. Governor DeSantis does what he does, and sometimes he may jump the shark. So we're going to have to see how this works out. It was a great idea. It was a great political move, but I'm not sure it's going to pan out the way we hoped it would. In the form of uh, what Joyce, I I believe you're talking about, Joyce, is that people are saying it's ultimately going to cost the uh, taxpayers in Florida more money. Is is that, that the concern? Yeah, but, you know, I'm a principled person. I'll pay the money now and avoid the long-term effect of having my children basically turned into uh, non-binary, gender-fluid kids, you know, (laughs) their grandkids in my case. I'll pay up front because otherwise we're going to pay forever. Uh, That's true. That is true. And uh, you know about this all too well, growing up in New York and uh, having a grandchild, uh, last I checked at least, in San Francisco, just how crazy the the rest of this world has gotten, uh, Joyce. Uh, I do know that uh, Lightyear, the Disney movie, has now put back the scene, put back the scene where there's a same-sex kiss. Lightyear, Mm -hmm. Joycey. This is a movie for (laughs) five-year-olds. A same-sex kiss. Now, you were a 60s girl. A wild as they came, what is going on here? What's going on here is a deliberate attempt to challenge all of the, you know, parental responsibility in raising our kids and our grandkids. And this is a systematic effort on the part of the left, and they've been really successful. Think about this, guys. Less than 1% of the population may actually be transgendered or even homosexual. Maybe that's 2% when it comes to gay. And yet they're dictating how kids are going to be learning in public schools all over this country. How does that happen when, you know, Jews are the targets of anti-Semitism in New York and nobody cares, but nobody's targeting, you know, gays in this country anymore? I I just can't figure it out. The, The squeaky wheel gets the grease, and in this case, um, they're winning this culture battle. Well, they were winning it, I believe, up until uh, the, the legislature and Ron DeSantis passed the Parental Rights Act, got a lot of attention, and the polls show, even in Florida, Democrats support that bill. They support it, as as do uh, people all across the country. And, uh, and, it's, and it's, it's, it, it, the grooming is uh, it's not just for, you know, to, to indoctrinate them into this mindset of you can whack your uh, genitals off and become a different sex if you want. I mean, which is horrible to think that you're going to talk to a six-year-old kid like that 
and that some stranger with a nose ring and green hair is going to do that talking. But it's also to validate that person's uh, existence, and God knows what else they're doing, grooming them for. I mean, a, a lot of pedophiles get into the teaching business because that's where the action is. That's where the kids are. It is a very dangerous proposition, Joyce. But I would say it one really other is. thing. The, the grooming also uh, includes a, a critical race theory, and Ron DeSantis was, well, they, they used the term, well, he wants to ban books. Well, talk, he banned some math books. And um, I'm going to uh, make up my own example here, which is one of the math problems were if uh, the NYPD shoots six unarmed black men and the Chicago PD shoots five uh, unarmed black men, how many unarmed black men have been shot? Eleven. Correct. And that was a problem. Mm -hmm. And so Ron DeSantis saw that, and he banned those types of books. What is that type of problem doing in a math class? Oh, let me tell you something. I was in a, a meeting last night of a Republican Party in, uh, you know, Western Broward, and a person running for the school board handed me a book, which you couldn't see any more clearly how this is for grooming. It was a first grade book, and it talked about how sometimes sex with an adult might hurt, but not always. Oh, my God. What does that even mean? Uh, oh yeah, what does that God. mean? How do you get away with this kind of stuff? DeSantis is not tolerating it, and I'm right there with him. As I said before, you know, this is a great governor. My biggest problem is you guys outside of Florida who are trying to get him to run for president. Leave my governor alone. <laughs> we need him here. <laughs> now, listen, uh, I agree. This is uh, the great Joyce Kaufman, WFTL 850 down in Fort Lauderdale. And really got me going into this political career. I go, I go back to the days where you and I would spend time together. In fact, I, that first uh, debate between uh, Mitt Romney and Barack Obama at Lynn University in Boca Raton was where it all started for me, Joycey, with you and I. And uh, look, you talk about DeSantis staying in Florida. I may be wrong. I've been wrong more than I've been right over my career in sports and politics. But if Donald Trump is going to run, I don't think Ron will. And for me, that's great news for Republicans, because if Trump wins in 2024 and DeSantis runs afterwards, we may, in fact, be watching 12 years of a Republican president. What do you think about that? I trained him good, didn't I, Bernie? When I got <laughs> yes, him. Yes, you did. You did. He didn't talk. That he did beautiful. not talk like that no, when I, I didn't. got him. No, so. hey, hey, listen, Joyce, yeah. I, I no. voted for Hillary Clinton in 2016, so... You're right. I'm well aware. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah. Do I get credit for the fact that you're still a great sportscaster? Yes. You're now a successful actor. Yes. You've got the number one morning show with Bernie in New York City on my, you know, on a landmark station. Do I get credit for all this? And if uh, so, please send checks to my <laughs> mailing address. Well, you're not getting any yeah. checks, but I will tell you that here's another big deal. My book is coming out, uh, Simon & Schuster, uh, Postal Press, coming out in August. They're making a big deal about it, and there is a part of the book which does thank you personally for all you did for me early in my career. So there you go. Amen. Hey, Bernie, don't blame me, though. You know, I'm only responsible for the good stuff that he did. That's true. Uh, yeah. yeah okay. but, but, the, but, but the idea, you, you wouldn't want DeSantis to run if Trump was going to win because we want Donald to win and then DeSantis, yes? Absolutely. That is, that, that is heavenly to even contemplate that. It might mean I could actually retire and, and wa not watch my country go down the tubes because I can't sit back now while it's such a mess. Yeah, the problem is it's uh, not until, uh, you know, two and a half years away or whatever. We still have, uh, at least we have November of this year to look forward to. But this imbecile down in D.C. running the country, I mean, it's unsustainable. I don't know what we're going to do. But 
In the meantime, Joyce Kaufman, let's segue to uh, what happened yesterday and this uh, this ministry of truth, this Orwellian ministry of truth. I mean, can you imagine if the Trump administration had tried to pull some, something like this off? A uh, ministry of truth. We're gonna we're, we're gonna police your thoughts and uh, what you're thinking and what you're posting online. Could you? This is fascist, unconstitutional, fascist behavior. What do you think? Well, I think they really just keep overreaching, and what they do is they turn more and more people against them. I mean, even NBC had a report today that they've gone into these rural communities and asked black voters and Hispanic voters, is the Democrat Party working for you anymore? And these people, I can't repeat what they said because they use the F word a lot, you know. Uh And I'm just convinced that I want them to keep doing this crazy stuff because the average American and particularly the average uh, mama bear and papa bear is fed up with the Democrats' nonsense. And the Ministry of Truth, we all read 1984 in school. We're not going to stand by and allow this to happen. So I I just encourage the Democratic Party. If there are any Democrats listening to this program, and I'm sure there are, Keep it up, man. We love what you're doing. I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I was always so surprised, too, when I was living in Florida all those years, Joyce, in Boca for 16 years, that uh, like a person, for example, like Debbie Wasserman Schultz, who's just a, a horrible human being. I mean, God really created a, a, a bad one there. And uh, But, you know, much like the Democrats here in New York that continue to win. Now, they win here because people just don't show up, right? Like, they don't, they don't vote. They don't care. Nine people vote for de Blasio, so he wins. How does somebody like Debbie Wasserman Schultz keep winning down in Fort Lauderdale? Well, the good news is the redistricting maps came out on Monday, and her district don't look the same. A lot of Venezuelans in her new district, and, uh, you know, anybody with a brain, which doesn't exactly explain the Republican (laughs) Party in Florida, but anybody would see that here's an opening to get rid of this garbage and hopefully take it. I think we're going to get rid of Frankel up there in Palm Beach County. We've got a great candidate in Rod Derillis. So who knows? You know, I think there's a change coming to Florida. We ain't even purple anymore. We're red. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, what's that? Uh, the, the meth head, the gay meth head, who was found in a uh, hotel room half naked with some other guy, whatever the hell it was, passed out. This guy Andrew Gillum is he still in politics? I don't even know if he's still alive because of that lifestyle. <laughs> you know, you can't tell. But that guy came real close to winning the gubernatorial election yeah. last time. And 30, I people, 33,000 votes. That's, that was it, yeah. That's, well, that's right. And with all the cheating that they're planning on doing. But here's the most important question for today. Did Danielle run in the Boston Marathon? And if so, what was her time? Oh, that's funny. She, you know, <laughs> she did not. In fact, she has not run a oh. marathon, Joycey, since New York. That was her 36th overall. But she's, she's putting all her eggs in one basket. There's something called the Abbott Trophy which only 1% of runners get, and that is the major six marathons. She's completed five of them. We had plans the last two years to go to Tokyo to finish the last one, but it's been called off because of COVID. So we're going to Tokyo in March. At that point, she will do her 37th marathon, finish Tokyo, get the Abbott, and then she tells me that she's going to reduce herself to just half marathons and kind of retire from the 26-mile races. Hallelujah. Tell her I'll be cheering for her. <laughs> uh, you're the best. She loved you. You guys ran together down in Florida. So, uh, thank yeah, we did. Th- yes, you did. So, well, thank you so much. All the way out, though, last one. If I told you that Joe Biden is not going to run, he'll be 82 years old, and he's had the worst presidency in the history of our lifetimes, who do you think right now is the favorite, the favorite, 
to get the nominee for the Democrats. I know it's two and a half years away, but right now, what do you think? Well, if they keep up with all of this uh, gender-neutral stuff, it's probably Pete Buttigieg, uh, which was great news for us, uh, because Hillary Clinton is toast. She's not going to be the candidate. And, you know, Kamala Harris, I don't even think her husband likes her, so they're not going to listen to her. Liz Warren is thinking of getting in. Yeah, Liz Warren, jeez. Yeah, that's great. Go ahead. Uh, There's the ticket. Pete and Liz. Oh, God. We could beat them with my grandson, who's nine. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, they're in a bad position, the Democrats, right now. And it's a beautiful Mm -hmm. thing. It's morning in America, ladies and gentlemen, Joyce Kaufman. Morning in America, I say. Joyce, you're terrific. Uh, Thank you for appearing on the show this morning. And uh, anyway, uh, happy, you know, happy Friday down in Florida. We're jealous. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, guys. All right, Joyce. We love you. Joyce Kaupman, once again, WFTL, 8.50 a.m. down in South Florida. She continues to be on Talkers Magazine's list and, and all over the place. She's a big deal.